Welcome to another week's edition of Good Band, Bad Band, where we talk about musical artists whose name are similar, but the music is uh, different. This week, we're talking about Imagine Dragon Force. Jared. Caleb. This is Tyler. So has anybody ever heard of Imagine Dragons before today? Yes. I've heard of Imagine Dragons before today. Una- Tyler? Unaware. Unaware, really, I guess. Huh? Yeah. I feel like I'm really just first kind of getting introduced to them. In yeah, they way. must be about to get big or something. I think you might be right. I don't know. I, yeah, I think so. They're probably on the up and up these days, I would have I to think imagine. So. They are a rock band from Las Vegas, are Nevada. They? Are they? That's what it says. But the thing is, here's the thing. Here's what I know from uh, about them from like just knowing things without looking anything up. I know they're Mormon, which is interesting are because they? I thought that they were from the Church of the Latter Day Saints. Is that fall that's in the Mo- same? That's Mormon. It is. Yeah. Okay, just just check. Which is interesting because the other Mormon band that I know are the Killers, who are also from from Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. I know. It's very strange. They must know each other. Yeah. Uh, wow. I it it kind of stinks because mm. uh you're you're right when you say that they're a rock band. Mm-hmm. Uh they're so like entrenched in pop music yeah. that mm-hmm. it's almost hard to qualify them as a rock band. Like they're so kinda it's almost like saying that Mumford and Sons is a folk band. Because they're so pop Aww. that you're yeah. um, you've almost lost <laughs> the folk. There are folk elements. Yeah. Just like in this I think there's it's a li- rock elements but i think it's more difficult than that is even to get them in there honestly especially because they use some just like really what has become and even at the time because i remember when some of this stuff came out Mm -hmm. semi plain janie pop build up garbage yeah yes overlaid over you know the other stuff they were doing so i don't know it's really difficult to for me to call them a rock band especially because like they seem like they were, it, I mean, when I listen to their music, all of these five songs and other songs I've heard, mm-hmm. it's like, this sounds like a band that was just made to sell music and nothing else. Like, yeah. sell radio music and nothing else. That's fair. I mean, they they started early, like, okay, so their first album, you could say maybe was a rock album, maybe. Uh, like Radioactive is kind of a rock song. Uh, their very first single that they released uh, from Night Visions, their 2012 release, is uh, It's Time. And I remember that song coming out, and it's kind of a rock song. It's kind of like what um, like Maroon 5 did a little bit with like anything after they did about with uh, Songs About Jane, mm-hmm. where Songs About Jane is a rock album that had successful chart songs that were also pop songs. But then anything they really did after that were not rock songs at all. And right. that's what Imagine Dragons basically are, too. I would say that's true, and that's the thing is that they are really, you can't argue with it at this point, the biggest rock band of that decade. Oh, that's sad. I know. But that's the thing is there really hasn't been another rock band even since then that has been able to chart like Imagine Dragons has. So really... Even though it's a case, that's kind of where I said it stinks, is that even if it's a case that they're not necessarily, like, 
totally there as a rock band with everything that is pop that's going on. They are the biggest rock band of the last decade. There's so there's no there's no competition at all when it comes to um, mainstream success because rock is just not mainstream right now. Yeah, I'm looking at their chart and you're like they have so many hits. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Demons yeah. was a big hit. Radioactive was a big hit. Massive hits. Uh, I bet my life was a relative hit. Uh, Sucker for Pain, which is from the uh, Suicide Squad. That song, all, that song, that song is stinks. so bad. That's a bad song. That's yeah, easily the, the the worst song we listened to this week. And, and I even, because I do it every once in a while, uh, as I was researching, I just kind of left it on mindlessly. I listened to the entirety of, I think, Evolve, and I just noticed nothing. It was just so, this mm. is on, I suppose. Mm. And then uh, B- Believer was a to- uh, got to number four. Thunder got to number four. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes got to number twelve. Like mm-hmm. so, even recently, within the last, you know, uh, few years, they had had pretty big chart success. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My question is: Is AWOL Nation? Do they did they chart better than Imagine Dragons? That would be the other like band the time, that's considered a rock band from the period that I would. They think only had the one song. Is the problem big song? Yeah, really. I mean, they're kind of in the same <laughs> vein, though. Yeah, I think they're better though. Yeah, probably, probably. but they didn't have as much success. No. Sale only Sale got to number 17 and they never had another hit. Yeah. But well, that reminds me of um Radioactive. They have they're very yeah. similar style yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah, and Played then also saw that electro pop. Foster the People and MGMT, but that was more electric than, you know, like Radioactive. Well, the same thing, or, uh, I mean. Imagine Dragons is not they're they're a pop rock band. That just has like studio production, whereas these other groups are like, uh, I don't like electric rock. In particular, MGMT. Yeah. Yeah. Well, MGMT is not, I mean, although they have hooks in their songs, they don't have like standard pop elements. Yeah. That haven't been twisted into their own thinking. You know what I mean? As compared to Nasty Imagine Dragons. Nasty, nasty Imagine It's the only concert I've ever left. Yeah, you've mentioned this, but I'm sure that this is yeah. the most relevant time to tell the story. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Also, Only uh, time th- I've ever said this sucks and we should leave, and then the person I was with said yes, and I said good. How long last. did you last there? About two songs, maybe two, three songs. Two songs. Did, they, did they play the hit? They played radioactive. They did they open with it? But it sucked. I don't remember. It might have been like the second or third. Uh, I mean, I didn't stay more than three, two or three songs really. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. You know, you can only say, well, we'll wait to see him with the next one. I didn't, I mean, it was free. I didn't pay to go. I wasn't really going for them. I went because Weezer and Cold War Kids. Yeah. That I, for some reason, played before Imagine Dragons. I guess it was just yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. That, yeah, had to have been. Um, but uh, yeah. I was like, I, it's not worth, even though it was free, it's not worth staying for this. Nah, it's it, it's subjected torture for free, really, at that point, you know? Mm-hmm. I uh, I also, this is very important to me. I mentioned it to Jared, and I know that no one will have another answer, and that is okay. Did you see that they uh, they said that their band name is a um, secret acronym? I'm sorry. Uh, that's dumb. It, it, it's, that's my initial thought. What it, is it? So it's secret. That's the thing. Is it's it, there? They won't tell anyone what bit, it is. There's a little bit of chatter on the internet about ideas, but um, oh, is it as if it's worth chattering? It's an. It was initially stated by somebody that they think that 
it's a uh, acronym for their first band name, like the band that name that they came up with initially, which I can't even remember because it wasn't a particularly interesting name to begin with. So it's like, hey, you know what would be cool is if we took this uninteresting name and then flipped the letters around a whole bunch and made another not super interesting name. But I will tell you, and I spent about 15 to 20 minutes on this because it was very important to me at the time, um, was trying to figure out my own acronym for Imagine Dragons so that I can say that I know what it is, and now I do know, indeed, what it is. Oh, you mean it's a, an anagram. Oh, did I say ac- – uh, yeah, it is an anagram. Sorry, I said it wrong. Oh my. That makes more sense. It yeah. does make more sense now. Yeah, that was way too many letters for it to be uh, – Yeah, I was yeah. like, what the hell what could it all stand for? So do you have do you have an acronym or an anagram? I have an anagram. I have okay. an anagram. Okay. I was saying acronym because I'm stupid. So you took some time to do some rearranging here, and you've determined. I certainly have, yes. The anagram, <clears throat> the anagram, again, I am stupid. Why are you listening to me talk? Uh, is God is a man earring. That's the band. That's who we've been listening to. How'd you get earring from all that? I did. I don't know. Let's see. I put, I'm no. going to type it out. God, That's too many... Letters. Earring is... I don't think so. I don't think so. I did it. I tried. I tried really hard. You're missing missing a letter, though. (gasps) Oh, no, you're not. I was going to say, did I get it right? Because I I worked on it for like 20 minutes. Did I mess this up? I already messed up saying acronym and anagram. You might might be right. It just seems like earring is too many letters. I would think so, yeah. But God is a man. It's not that long. That's true. M-A-N N did he get it? Oh, close. Close. <gasps> did I mess it up? Yep. Oh, no. What did I do wrong this time? You, If you spell earring with no A, you got it. Ah, All the only letters left are E-R-I-N-G. Dang it. Manorange. Manorange. What have I done? God is a manorange. God. Oh, did you say a man or just man? Man. Then you're good. Just man earring. God is man earring. Yep, that's it. Maybe I did put A by accident then. God is man-earing. God, God is God man-earing. Is man-earing. Okay, it's there. Safe. We made it. Interesting. We made God it. Man Thank did goodness. you did you see how they got their big break? It's my I just read this. This is amazing. It's quite the thing. They got their first big break when the lead singer of Train, Pat Monahan, fell sick just prior to Bite of Las Vegas Festival of 2009. And so they called Imagine Dragons to fill in to play Ew. in front of 26,000 people. Could That's you imagine disturbing. trying to go see Train and Imagine Dragons pops in and everybody's just like, all right, that makes sense. Well, on that note. <laughs> we also listen to the radio. On that note, we really should talk about uh, another thing that I think is worthwhile. But first, I want to say that it makes uh, a lot of sense. It's quite apropos that Train would be the fault of us having Imagine Dragons. Uh, because train is really the fault of everything that we've ever had to do in our entire lives. Oh my. However, uh, I do think it's important to mention that this is a, there was a, an opposite version of this where instead of you expecting train and you get Imagine Dragons, there was a time where they expected Imagine Dragons and they got uh, the, <laughs> the Impractical Jokers crew. Yes. Yeah, that's a pretty good clip. Yes. It's uh, it's probably the best thing that they've ever been involved with. In have you have you watched that show? Yeah, I've watched the show. Yes. Okay, because I love that show. So I I hope that that wasn't a disparaging thing to say. 
No. From me? No, from Tyler. He oh, said okay. it was the best thing that they'd. I can think of more better things, but I don't want to. If he's seen, you know, a bunch of episodes. No, I mean the best thing that Imagine Dragons has oh, ever done. Oh, okay, okay. Out. I thought you were talking about uh, being having the opening group be Sal uh, and Joe performing yeah. as their act, uh, Senora Lanza. Yeah, Senora Lanza. Yes, they were not good, which no, is the intention. They're not musicians. They're not funny. Yes, I love. The they were they were demanded okay, to do the actually. worms. So. What when he was I like doing how they the, set the guitar them all up with a guitar that had a certain t- it, like the guitar tone meant that if you just strum some strings you could be slightly better than total garbage. They it did they had some semblance of a, just a distorted mess of yep that could be it. Yep. That could be it. And they're pretty good at coming up with dumb songs on the fly which shouldn't be surprising. Mm-hmm. I still though the thing that doesn't like line up to me it depends on, I guess when the season was but I imagine if they were to uh, get in with Imagine Dragons it must have been pretty late how is it that that whole crowd had no idea who they were you That's, know I often wonder yeah. that yeah but I think I feel like I've seen something about it where they typically cut like you know they're not going to show surprise people who are like pointing and laughing in the crowd because they know yeah, yeah. they're just going to show like you know shots of the surprise people yeah, and then if anybody recognizes them, they just completely cut that, like yeah. cut them from the show, and then only get people that don't recognize them. Right? Yep. They basically not, do that. In, not in very many people have everything. A true TV. So yeah, but I feel like yeah, they're but you can watch it elsewhere now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. YouTube is a thing. Yes. Yeah, it's, it makes on, it's more, also on a streaming service. I don't remember which one. It makes more sense that like an Eric Andre can get away with it at this point. Yeah. Not an impractical joke. It's on but. HBO Max uh, to answer your streaming thing. Yeah. Uh, the other is. the other thing that I would argue that Imagine Dragons are uh, was it was better than the impractical jokers thing was several years ago. I'm pretty sure it was the MTV Video Music Awards uh, or something like that. They performed. With Kendrick Lamar, have you ever seen this clip? That sounds uh, no. So no, so, uh, Imagine Dragons comes out and uh, starts playing uh, Radioactive, and then uh, Kendrick Lamar busts out and starts rapping. What song was it? Was that Backstreet Freestyle? Uh, no, I believe it was Good Kid, Mad City. Okay, yes, yes, yes. Oh, which would mean it would be Good Kid. No, Mad City. It was Mad City. Okay, yeah, yes. Uh, That's and, and so he's doing his, his rap behind the band, which aren't, are kind of playing their instruments. It's hard to tell because everything is so, uh, overproduced that it's like, how much of the instrument is you and how much of it is, uh, just, you know, like whatever. Right. But it's, I remember watching it years ago and I thought it was like really good. I was like, oh, this is great. And then I rewatched it again this week and I was like. Oh, the great part was only Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, let's let's mm-hmm. listen to the part where they uh, kind of come together a little bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there's some uh, some times where uh, the it, the broadcast would go out because Kendrick was swearing, and it was very it's kind of weird, like yeah, because it just completely disappears for like ten mm-hmm. seconds. I thought maybe YouTube was having a problem. No, no, no. I like it how near the end of that uh, 
it's back to Kendrick, and then all the Magic Dragons people are just playing big drums across the stage. <laughs> yeah, like as if that's the only musical contribution they could possibly provide to anything. It's all that percussion, baby. Hip hop is so percussive, you know. There's just nothing else they really could have. That reminds me. I mean, of, the uh... lead singer guy already has it up there all the time, which is I mean, there's nothing I would love more in this world to somehow weasel onto that stage and just kick his giant big old drum over. <laughs> Gotta gotta love those those moments in our life, you know, when we get to kick over things that make us happy. Is there okay? Here's the. I guess this is really the important part for anybody who perhaps is. Um, are, are there actually before I even say anything? Are there people who like Imagine Dragons? Yes. <laughs> I, oh yeah. I know. Yes, I know. Yes. I know. Um, Try not to be too rude, or Lee Mellis. What did you, what I was know? Right. What did you ask? If anybody likes Imagine Dragons, I know they. Do. Oh well, that's. I mean, I know, I know, I know. I was, I was kidding. My, my point was, was that I was going to say, is, is what are, what are the positive things? If, if we can, what are the positive things that come out of Imagine Dragons as a group, if any? The positive, not much positive yeah. things. What, what, what can we say? What can we say that's positive about Imagine Dragons? Huh. I know. I mean, it, even if they are of rock adjacent. Like, you know, you have to credit them with the success that they've had on the charts. Sure. Even if you think it's manufactured success, which, you know, maybe so. Um, I don't know. I can't really, like, there's not very much. When, after the first album, I was interested in, like, what's the next thing they'll do. Sure. But they've had so many things that I haven't cared about for so long that, like, now I don't even know when a new Imagine Dragons thing comes out, and mm. I really, really do not care. Yeah. Enough not even to pay attention at all. They've right. just become mm-hmm. like um, any other uh, radio rock band where mm. they just release something, and it's like, I do not care. There it is. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. They haven't had an I... album since 2018, which I find surprising because really, I mean, they would never have to make another album if they didn't want to. They're fine. But, sure. Um, well, they also don't have... I mean, uh, if we're being honest about their musical creation, mm-hmm. they, their creativity is not enough to continue to put out albums. Like, there's not sure. so it's not different enough. Like, who cares? It's if you look at just the titles of the songs, it's just like time, whisper, dreams. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's very little effort. Their top in- songs are literally called Believer, Thunder, Natural. Uh-huh. Demons, radioactive, yeah. like Demons you know. is an okay song. Let's see they how released... many songs on their most recent album, Origins, has a uh, track that has more than one word in it. We've got Cool Out, Bad Liar, West Coast, Let's see Bullet in a Gun. Oh no, that sounds thought out. Burn, Burn Out, and Real Life. Mm. Out of fifteen songs, those are all the ones that are not just one word. Oh my, that's bad. I think you're reading the two. album wrong. No, it's supposed to be. An See, Andrew. you're supposed to read. It's like every title in between the two, the multi-word titles. You're supposed to just read in order. So it's natural boomerang machine. Ooh, okay, okay. Digital neck, only stuck love birds. I do like that song. Digital only. Digital stuck only love stuck love birds. Right there, yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good one. But uh, natural boomerang machine. That's a good one right there. I would listen to natural boomerang machine. Actually, there that sounds go. pretty good. Uh, if you go down, you could also listen to Polaroid Friction. Or Dream Trouble Summer. There you go. Those sound like some pretty good ones, too. Good Dream, ones. Dream Trouble Summer sounds 2017. like... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. Dream Trouble Summer kind of sounds like the bully in a uh, 90s uh, teen movie. 
Uh, is nice. this like a? Is, you're saying that's the name of the movie, or no, that's, that's the, the guy name that, of the bully? Like so the girl they have to bully. deal with dream trouble. Summer, right, the girl bully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like okay. mean girl. That's yeah, like yeah. Lindsay yeah. Lohan. Oh, there's a, there's person. that cool girl dream trouble. Summer. She yeah. sure is mean. Uh, they released nice a song man. for the uh, Wreck It Ralph two soundtrack called Zero, and, it, and I think the if I remember correctly, it kind of starts out with some pinball sounds, you know, because it's a movie about like games. Yeah, let's let's listen to some of those pinball sounds. How's that sound, everybody? I was wrong about the pinball yeah, sounds. Yeah, no pinball sounds this time. That's just what I wished it would be, I guess. It would have been better. I mean, I'll at least, I'm comfortable enough to say that that song didn't 100% totally suck, because I liked some of the 80s elements in the synth. Ah. I'm fine with saying that out loud. Sure. Wow. So, uh, so you, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you may may or not know that they, just earlier this month, but a few weeks ago, released a single for their, from the upcoming fifth album. Did they say what the song or the album's going to be called? Uh, they, as far as I know, they did not announce the album's title. What was the single called? Follow You. Ah, uh, yeah, two words. They made and then it. Followed by, followed by Cutthroat, one word, Cutthroat. Oh, I did see that, but I listened to it, and I didn't even remember I listened to it. That's because it's not very good. <laughs> that seems probably likely. Uh, so another thing I wanted to mention uh, is to there. It's this is to a lesser extent. But another of the thing that happens with hated bands is that they are memed. That's true. I was hoping you would bring these up. So I found a few things. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to tell exactly what is happening, but Caleb can play both clips. Yes. Uh, because it's you get the idea pretty much right away. Pretty quickly. Uh, first one or second one would you like to start with? <laughs> like, uh, let's do the the first one's fine. I don't care. sure. Let's do that. I'm waking up. 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 Okay. Honestly, the uh, the lyricism is pretty much right on point. Still, yeah. you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Speaking of. I have an important question that I just realized as we were listening to that. Yes. What was the song they played on uh, with Kendrick Lamar again? Radioactive. Have we played Radioactive four times and nothing else so far? Yeah, yep. we played the song for Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, you're right. Okay, we did oh, play the Wreck-It right. Ralph song. So both, okay, of those, both of those videos came out. Uh, it says a year ago, but it's I didn't look at the the, the month. But mm -hmm. in, in the time of a year ago, the first one had 4.3 million views. And the next one had six and a, or six hundred and fifty thousand, uh, but they're both like the same thing, but different, but like very different. You know, like it, like you get the I idea. Don't know about very different. <laughs> it's like the photograph thing. Yeah, you know, like 
Do you think that we'll reach a point? Because I think that Nickelback has finally salvaged uh, a little bit of respect somehow. Yeah. Because Nickelback really throughout the 2010s were, you know, the big thing to hate. But mm. now there's a little bit more of people kind of like, oh, you know, everybody hates Nickelback, but listen to the song How You Remind Me, yeah. and then you tell me how much you hate Nickelback. Yeah. I mean, you know, nobody's ever going to get on, on board with Rockstar, I, I don't think, at this point, uh, broadly uh, speaking. Yeah. Broadly speaking. Well, nobody's really talking about it, though. Right. See, the, the thing, uh, to answer your question, I don't know if Imagine Dragons are salvageable in that, but I didn't know about Nickelback either. But the thing is, is I liked a lot more Nickelback stuff mm. than I, like, looking back, I can say, these were good songs early. And right. looking at Imagine Dragons, you can't really say that. Right. So, what do you think, Tyler? It's not, I don't think they're going to be like that, like the Nickelback thing. No. No, there's not enough. I mean, there's two, Nickelback was not good, but Nickelback was the only band that was Nickelbacking during Nickelback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the sound of Imagine Dragons is so generic into the pop world yeah, that you'd have to just like really like them. Do we have anything else that's really uh, worthwhile to mention about Imagine Dragons? There's some, you know, there's some things he's, he, uh, the lead singer is married to a, another musician. Oh, okay. uh, he, they made, I think a couple songs, maybe an album. I don't know. It wasn't like a big, wasn't a big thing. Or... Who's the person? Is uh, nobody it, we've ever heard nobody of? Nobody we've ever heard of. Know. It's it's not like it's a, a big thing or anything. Uh, they ne- have Nico a lot of Vega songs and a lot of things. the name of the band. Uh, they have performed with many people. And mm-hmm. I can tell you uh, that they're, um, very quickly, the influences of Dan Reynolds, the lead singer, uh, make a lot of sense across the board, really. Uh, only maybe like one I'm seeing here seems two really two here. I'm kind of thinking like oh maybe not expected. Uh, Arcade Fire, uh, Nirvana, one of the ones I maybe wouldn't have uh, first picked, oh, but I guess it also is kind of like everybody. Uh, Muse, The Beatles, Paul Simon, Coldplay, Lincoln Park, Harry Nielsen, weird pick, and U2. A lot of that big anthem stuff going on there, yes, you know? Yes. So. Yeah, I suppose something like way better than everything they've ever done. I mean, yeah. I'd have to. I'd have to agree with that one. They did a song. He did a song. Oh no, he co-wrote. Oh my gosh, he co-wrote a song uh, with the Chainsmokers featuring Florida Georgia Line called "Last Day Alive." He's that a sounds right. That's unfortunate. That sounds right. Honestly. That's not good, Dan. Good job, Dan. All right, I think it's. Uh, I think it's time for some. Uh, some. Some crazy guitar stuff. Here we go. Wowza. Was, uh, impressive stuff there. So obviously, uh, the first we have heard of this group, Dragon Force, is because of uh, a Guitar Hero three. Is that the one or two? I think it was on a couple like- different things. Actually, well, it was on one first. Obviously, right, right. Do you remember Tyler? Yes. Was it Guitar Hero two? No. I think it was two. 
Are you sure? Hold on, let me let me we can I just read it earlier, but I didn't It was three. Okay. It was three. three. It was also on this uh this game that I uh I don't know if anybody else really remembers uh so it was on Smash Hits and then uh Brutal Legends. Mm-hmm. You remember Brutal Legends? Yeah, Jack Black does the voice in that game. That's uh-huh. a, a decent game. It was uh, wasn't the whole idea that like um He's like, it was like RPG, but kind of in the same vein of like a Guitar Hero. Yes, similar. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. You didn't do anything with the guitar. You just kind of battled people. I don't think you oh, had okay. any kind of play. I thought maybe there was some kind of musical, no. like you're fighting them via sound waves or something No, like it's kind of like a, just a battle thing. It had nothing okay. to do with, with what you're saying, I don't believe. Yeah, but no, you're right. Gu- guitar Hero 3 really is the reason because, I mean, we've talked about that game in particular before because yes. video games uh, do have some impact on you know what music becomes popular. Guitar Hero really was, and again, we've talked about that before, so we don't have to linger, um, did bring a lot of music to the attention of a younger audience who might not have been exposed to it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it worked for me. I think there's a lot of, like, I don't think I had heard of Primus until Guitar Hero, probably, other than maybe the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack, which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. There's a lot of groups that I think I probably wouldn't know a whole lot of if I wasn't a 10-year-old playing on a video game. But, you know, I think Dragon Force is one of the groups who I think people not only know them because of Guitar Hero, but many people know them exclusively because of Guitar Hero. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like they sought out anything else outside of, oh, yeah, it's that really hard to beat song on Guitar Hero. That's just it. But yeah. they're, they're overall, I mean, so the two kind of main members are uh, Herman Lee and mm-hmm. Sam Totman, mm-hmm. both of which are the primary guitarists of the group. And you really can't argue that they're not very, very talented guitarists. Like, you can't do something like they do within their music if you weren't capable of being a very good guitarist. I actually kind of like uh, kind of the uh, video gamey Nintendo kind of sounds that they do mm-hmm. with their... Um, with their music, mm. like I like that they are clearly inspired. I think Herman Lee in particular suggested that he was pretty inspired by the music of video games. And that was something that made him, he wanted to mimic that sound in the music that they made. And so you can hear that too. It's not hard to notice the video game aspects of what they're playing. Uh, and I like that sound, but you know, I, I don't think. I think it's the, the challenge part is is that listening to them uh, a lot is hard. Like, yeah, yeah. I also don't. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a major fan of them tonally anyway. Fair enough. Because I think it's kind of bland and gen- it's it's. I find their tone to be generic in that world of metal. When you say generic, though, like who who do you think of when you think of their forms of guitar solos? I suppose. Because it really is mostly guitar solos. Like that's most of what they're. Well, I mean, doing. The, ex- the extreme playing is not is for the periods that they do it is not something that everyone does. But the tonality, like the the, the guitar tone that they're using, is something I hear all the time. Mm-hmm. And and that in metal like this, like metal that is based on heavy guitar soloing, mm-hmm. it's it's just too clean. It's too clean for me. I don't like I don't like how clean it is. Like understand the. The likely, like the the likeliness of it to uh, video game noises, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Right? That's cool, but um, I just don't. I just don't care for it that much. That's fair. 
I think the other member, since I've mentioned the two guitarists, the two, the other member that probably is the most worth mentioning outside of Verbales is probably ZP Thirt, Theart, yeah, um, however you pronounce his last name, who is the primary vocalist for a lot of the early portion of them as a group. Obviously, they're you know vocally nobody's super uh, concerned with what's going on. Within their music, it's obviously very guitar-based. It's for a guitar uh, fan rather than someone who's looking for, like, really deep lyrics or really strong songwriting. Uh, but he was the vocalist for over a decade. Yeah, all of their success, basically. Yeah. And, and their downfall. And now, yes. And now he actually is in a very odd position. I saw that. I wouldn't have expected him to be where he is now, but he is now currently the vocalist of Skid Row. Hmm. Who Sebastian knew? couldn't make it, huh? Yeah, he, he he does solo stuff now, and he like does uh, Skid Row songs. I think I don't know, like if you go see uh, Skid Row with Sebastian Bach, you're going to see Sebastian Bach, right? But if you're going to see Sebastian Bach solo, then you're like, what is this? You know, yeah. like, but it's mm-hmm. also odd if you go see Skid Row with no Sebastian Bach. Like, do you really care about the other members, right? I don't know. That's well, I I mean, I'm going to take a wild swing that he was the primary um, lyricist of the group. I think so. I assume I assume that with all bands, but I don't know if that's true. Right. It typically is the yeah. case, and most people, obviously, the, the front man is the person that people associate with uh, for most acts. So it's an odd concept to replace the vocalist because when you think about it, they haven't made any new albums with him as the vocalist. So when yeah. you say that he's the vocalist of Skid Row, what you mean is he's the touring member yeah. of Skid Row yes. singing the songs that were written not by him. Yeah, that's true. Which is such a weird concept that, like, like are you really the vocalist? Or are you? what are you exactly? I, they do have an upcoming album, apparently, this year. Um, probably won't come out this year, but maybe it will. Uh, and that'll be really the first time he's actually made any music as a vocalist for Skid Row, but it's uh, definitely not like, as I was thinking about like the research that I was doing, that wasn't what I had anticipated to land on. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that Skid Row is also a band that people are like, yeah, uh, their lyrics are just amazing anyway. No, I would have to agree with you on that. You also, (laughs) I'm on their, page here on spotify and there are no popular songs on but skid, skid row? row yeah That's really odd. maybe their music yeah, isn't on spotify it, it says help help create popular songs for the artist popular songs are generated when more and more people listen to an artist start the trend by listening now apparently no one likes skid row that not only that, but they're they're begging you to be involved in their music yeah, even though their monthly listenership is 2.7 million Huh. They have no popular songs. It's all guided by the the slick, slick vocals of ZP. Apparently, everyone just likes uh, wants to get row song. You know, not everyone can come together and say they all like the same song. Yeah. So I also think that we should just go ahead and get to the meat of the most interesting part of Dragon Force uh, in modern times. Jared, I'm going to let you lead this one because I think that you uh, you found the most fascination in all of it, really. So, um, I found their YouTube channel, which is basically them porting their, uh, Twitch stream. Herman Lee is basically in charge right now of their, like, YouTube 
uh, it appears. And what's been happening is him and the uh, longtime bassist who we mentioned earlier, uh, that's who like they created the the, the group. Um, and they're the like the the only two members left. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think he's just the guitarist, by the way, for the group. I don't know. Oh, if he's, guitar- I, yeah, I don't think I think they're both guitarists. Ah, yeah. They have touring members who play bass, but I think they're both the guitarists of the group. But maybe Sam he bass in the the videos though. You're right. Feasibly, yeah. I mean, he does it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Sam fine. Trotman or Totman. Uh, they're both English, but um. So what they'll do is they sit down and do this Twitch stream. Herman Lee will like react to videos sometimes. I watch him do a reaction to Phoebe Bridgers breaking that guitar, and uh, does did he love it? it? Yeah, he basically said, "I wish she would have broken a more expensive guitar." Ha ha! Uh, and he's like, I'll, "One day I'll give you a guitar to break. This one's five thousand dollars. You can break this one." Um, but they will create songs in a, a short period of time based like around other uh, bands. So they created a pop punk song that sound kind of like Blink-182. Uh, they, that one is my favorite. They created a Romstein song, which is pretty good. Uh, they created a Five Finger Death Punch song, which is really good. They created an Ailstorm song and then had the uh, keyboardist slash vocalist of Ailstorm come on and create his own verse. So, like, first they made the the base of like the bass line for the song, and then later he he came in and made like more to the song. Uh, it's very interesting. And so I learned today, watching one of the videos, that uh, Herman Lee, the guitarist, mentioned that if you like these songs, they will be on an upcoming album, and they're gonna like remaster them and then have special guests and stuff, which is like super cool. It is really quite the concept. I'm gonna go ahead and play because, like I said, it's my favorite. I want to listen to the pop punk song that sounds kind of like Blink 182 because it really is. It's like really they. So the way that the YouTube videos work, as you were talking about it, they're quite long. They're about 25, 20 minutes or so because the uh, the large portion of the video is them developing the song. Yeah, and this, they're doing it on the stream. This is edited down as well, so right. it's taking longer than that amount of time. Obviously, sure, sure. They claim that it's like we create this song in ten minutes, but they're they acknowledge on the video that that's not like the case. It just makes it seem like it for the length of time in the video. Right, but it's probably a couple hour stretch, but that's still really good to create an entire song outside in, of your realm. Yes, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, too, before I play, is that typically what they're choosing are things that are uh, quite formulaic comparatively to what they do. Yeah. Obviously, you can't come up with a typical, you know, uh, Dragon Force song in an hour, but you can certainly potentially come up with a hour uh, Blink-182 song, and we're going to hear it now. It's really quite poetic. Just want to bone your mom tonight. So there's another video where mm-hmm. they had Jarrett, uh, what's his last name? Jarrett Reddick uh-huh. from Bowling for Soup come in and do an additional verse for that song. And that's probably what's going to be on that album. I hope so. He's a very interesting guy. I yes, like him quite a bit. He's, he's quite the I would like to well. see Blink or Bowling for Soup someday. I think that'd be fun. 
What do you think about that, Tyler? The Bowling for Soup comment or the pop punk song? Either. The pop punk song. Or either, I guess. Not bad. It's it's kind of on point, you know? Yeah. I think it's kind of a... Yeah, it's pretty good. I think that the best part is is that obviously... Not that it's surprising, but the lyrics are obviously very tongue-in-cheek. Like, they know, like, we're going to really ham it up with these obvious like Blink-182 silly lyrics rather than like you know uh, make a song that just sounds like it they also make lyrics that feel very blink when you should well. play uh, just a snippet of the uh, five finger death punch one because that's great too love to it might be in my opinion better than the punk punk one because okay. it, it's very like the way they it's easy to make a, a, a fake pop punk song there's everybody does it on youtube now sure uh but it's not as easy i don't think to make a five finger death punch song that sounds like five finger death punch and that's what they did here That is the most metal thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. I love that so much. The funny thing is... They're funny. I like, know. Like, the, the the two songs right there put together, like, that's those are both very funny. I uh, I can't remember. I, I know that we, at one point we were... We were... Uh, had names of, of Five Figure Death Punch members. I think it's... A, was it Balthazar or something odd? Oh, the, probably. The, the, the guitarist. The... If I hit, I would remember if I remembered when we did the quiz of which Five Finger yeah, Death yeah, Punch yeah. member are you, but but uh, they recorded uh, some some things for their album on the guitarist yacht, which is a very odd thing. Dragon Force recorded; he's got a studio on his yacht, and they recorded things for one of their albums on his yacht, which is amazing thing to learn. Indeed, there mm-hmm. is uh, one other song. That uh, I found that I may, I put in the playlist late by mistake, so I don't know if you have heard it, but uh, it is a wonderful cover that came out on their last album, which I believe was two thousand either eighteen or nineteen. Nineteen. And I remember the single coming out, and I was like, "This is great," and uh, then I uh, didn't really listen to it much after that. But uh, here is a wonderful cover. That's the least I've ever hated that song in my whole life. <laughs> it's good. I hate that song so much. Uh, why do you hate that song? Uh, we used to have to play it in middle school band. And I hated it. It was my least favorite of all the songs. And we had to play it all the time. We are talking about My Heart Will Go On. This is yeah. correct, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. yes, yes. It's terrible. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It was so slow and boring. I feel like it was slowed down for middle school band. They couldn't keep up with that that uh, breakneck pace, huh? It sucked. I mean, I played trumpet, so we played the melody, and it was just terrible. But this is better. 
Speaking of better, maybe it's time to decide who's the better band. I have a weird feeling that we're all going to have some pretty quick consensus on this one, so I will start. Uh, Dragon Force is the good it's band. Dragon Force. I, I agree. Yeah, I had a memory come up while we're... Uh, I, I missed my chance to say this, but... Um, uh, <laughs> it popped up uh, about Titanic, and it said, imagine you're in 1912, and you're on uh, a boat with your buddies, and you crack open a cold one, but a cold one cracks open you. <laughs> it sounds like the Russia joke, honestly. <laughs> I popped in up. Soviet Russia, cold one cracks you. Cold one cracks you. <laughs> oh, that's good. It is good. Uh, Patreon also agreed that uh, Dragon Force is the better band on uh-huh. this occasion. Uh, one comment comes from uh, longtime patron David. I might regret voting blind for Dragon Force since I've never heard of them, but I hate Imagine Dragons. Oh, that's listen, valid. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that really covers it. You know. Yeah. That's uh, pretty much. Don't we all? That's all I have to say. Ditto was on that. Yeah, we might as well just have skipped the episode and just read the comment and called it a day. Honestly, true. But they wouldn't have heard those great songs. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. They suck. Thank you for listening to this week's uh, episode of Good Band, Bad Band. Let us know who you think is the good band. Uh, follow us on our various social media platforms. Uh, send us emails very kindly, though. Uh, next week, next time, next, I don't know what the thing would be, we're covering New Kids on the Block Party. And it's in conjunction with some uh, boy bands we're going to talk about on Record Roundtable. So we're doing a little connection going on. Uh, and I hope that episode is the right stuff. Goodbye.